Psalm 37 is called a wisdom psalm by many scholars because the purpose is not necessarily a prayer to God, but an instruction to its audience. Its purpose is similar to Deuteronomy 32, a song that's going to be known and sung by Israel in order to convict and encourage them. Specifically, it encourages us to consider the two paths, one of righteousness, the other of wickedness. David's looking back on his life in his old age, and he's seeing the larger pattern that the lives of God's people follow. God's providence and care has always been present in his observations of the righteous. So we're instructed to wait, trusting in God's design and righteousness. The first instruction is to not get all agitated over the bad guys. Don't get all wound up when you see them attacking you or living a large in spite of their sin. Don't be envious. And we're probably pretty bad at this. When you read the news or go on your social media sites, you get overwhelmed with all the bad news. And it's easy to get worked up into a rage over all of it. For some people, it becomes an obsession. They can't wait to turn on the TV to hear about the latest scandal so they can go online and rant and rave about it. So David tells us to take a chill pill. Despite all the bad news and the stories of the bad guys winning, we're told to trust in the Lord and to do good. Instead of spending so much time and worrying on the wicked, we should instead be meditating on God. We're to delight in him, to find our joy and refreshment in him. We're to trust that he can and will provide for us. So be still, wait for him. Keep your eyes on God instead of the people who make life miserable. Because God is going to turn their own violent ways on them. In verses 12-15, we read that the wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. So as through many of the Psalms, we have poetic justice. They draw their swords only to pierce their own hearts. The tools of violence and oppression are taken by God and used against them. When looking at the wicked and their success, we tend to think in the short term. They look fat and happy now, but in verse 20, we're told they vanish like a puff of smoke. While in verse 18, the heritage of the righteous lasts forever. It sure doesn't seem like the wicked are a puff of smoke now, but after a few trillion years in paradise with God, it'll probably look like even less. So David took this long-term perspective into his own life. Verse 25 tells us that he's old at the time of this song, and that with so many years to consider, he's getting a glimpse of that bigger picture. The righteous are always inevitably taken care of by God, while the wicked always die. And no matter how successful they are down here, it's never going to save them from the power of sin and death. So verse 37 encourages us, Mark the blameless, behold the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. Don't be distracted by the bad guys. They'll be gone soon. Keep your eyes on God and his people, and you'll see his salvation.